But Mark, uh, I love listening to your preaching. Um, but one of the one of the lines that that grabbed me once when I was listening to to one of your sermons was that we we need a vision of Jesus worth living for, worth suffering for, and even worth dying for. And uh, you might not remember saying it, uh, but you did. <laughs> And I've used it. I've used it myself, actually. And um, but but what did you mean by that? And how do you seek to grow that vision of Jesus in yourself and in the churches that you lead? Wow. Um, I think probably what I meant by it was that uh, yeah, we need we need we need a vision of Jesus that correlates to. Just the glory the majesty of who he is you know, you know what i mean if 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 our vision of jesus is is not worth living for if it's not worth suffering for and dying for then our vision of jesus isn't corresponding to the truth of who he actually is in terms of his his majesty his glory his splendor his honor um so i think that's the first thing it's about it's about reality um that is who jesus is and if our vision of Jesus doesn't match up to that, then, you know, we've probably got something that's approaching an, an idol. We've got a, a vision of God, an image of God that is not relating to the truth of who Jesus is. So I think that would be the first thing I, I would say. But the second thing I'd say is um, I think it's very easy for us to think of Jesus as uh, a means to an end. Mm -hmm. So I think for, for a lot of us, Christi Christianity can easily become, you know, I have my vision for the way I want my life to be. And, uh, you know, where Jesus serves that, you know, where, where Jesus becomes a means to me achieving what I want to achieve with my life. So Jesus is about me living the fulfilled life that I want to live. Um, I think that's a, a trap we can easily fall into. I think it's absolutely crippling for us as disciples. It's it's catastrophic for us, for our for our discipleship and for the life of our churches when we think of Christianity in those terms. Um, the way I put it, and I appreciate this needs qualification, but you know, we, we are so used to thinking of Christianity, becoming a Christian in terms of us inviting Jesus into our lives actually i think christianity is much more about jesus inviting us into his life so that he becomes the the sun around which we orbit so uh, in a sense and, and again this is quite crude but we become almost a means to his end rather than him becoming a means to to our ends and i think when we think about christianity in, in those sorts of terms then a lot of the problems and tensions and struggles and disappointments that I think a lot of Christians are plagued with, I think are resolved really quite quickly. Um, you know, if, if Jesus is, is, is the way in which my dream life is lived, then when my dream life doesn't become reality, I get disillusioned with Jesus, you know, but whereas if we realize, no, this is who Jesus is and my life is about, you know, uh, living for him, doing doing his will, you know, he he gets the right to tell me who I am, how I live, what I believe. Then actually, I, I think paradoxically, almost, I think our discipleship becomes a much richer and a much more sort of fulfilling experience. So, and and I think the third thing I'd just say in answer to it is, um, 
you know, the, the majority of the church's experience is that they do have to suffer for Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think in the West and, and in Britain particularly, we, we try to recalibrate Christianity so that it becomes something that's, you know, suffering is not an intrinsic part of it. Um, actually, it is. I, I, the longer I've been a Christian and the longer I've been a pastor, the more I, I, I think suffering is inevitable in Christian discipleship. And the only way in which we avoid suffering is actually by compromising our, our discipleship and our following of Jesus. Uh, and so if Jesus isn't worth suffering for, then, you know, don't become a Christian.